Welcome back, Stephanie. Welcome. So, since we last potted, 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 um, we decided that we don't like the name of our we podcast. Like the name. We didn't like the name. It didn't really represent who we were and how we wanted to represent ourselves. So, uh, just as of today, <laughs> we like two hours ago, we came up with the name. Um, coffee and shit talk um just because when we get together that's pretty much what we do is drink coffee and then we talk shit about like our lives like how our, we our lives our family daily things, occurrences yeah things that happen um fun experiences um life funny, funny stories yeah like ridiculous shit that i it, people wouldn't believe even if we talked about it so we're gonna start, we're gonna do that type of format. So back and forth, we do plan on having guests, um, interesting people we think that are interesting in our lives that we want to share with the world. Um, I would like I, we we have a guest, um, both our hairdresser, which she does both of our hair, and we think she's a card. So we're gonna offer her a spot at the yeah shit, we haven't told her yet shit talk couch. <laughs> And yeah, but we're, we're going to do like featured guests and kind of let you into our, our lives a little bit. Uh, I know my daughter is dying She's to do this. She wants to know all about it. So oh. I would like to <laughs> try to interview Kira. She's okay. a girl of little she's, words. She's Men <laughs> yes or no answers. I know. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, she's not going to say anything. She's going to look at you like you're weird. Judge you forever. Maybe. <laughs> But we haven't really seen each other for the past couple weeks because it's been crazy busy. Yeah, you had a wedding. I was in a wedding, yes. Um, I... <laughs> You're going to hear our dogs in the yeah. background periodically because they just come everywhere with us. I have a horn on a piece of furniture and her dog wants to chew it off the, <laughs> off the furniture. You can't have it. It's not, it's not a horn. It's, it's, it's decoration. You dink. So, yeah, I was in a wedding and... I also was at... She, you yes. were in the wedding. You yes. were... Tell me, tell me all about it. I was the matron of honor, which makes me sound super old. So I don't get to be a maid of honor because I'm married. So... <laughs> so I imagine like a high-collared shirt on. Well, and you talk very so, proper. Like, so old and I... Like all my shit says matron of honor. I'm still a maid of honor my, because I'm not married. <laughs> my little bag says matron of honor. My cup said matron of honor. Like they announced me that. Yeah, way. but you kind of like you did her right. Like the wedding and everything went off. Yeah, it went. Awesome. It went really well. Um, I drank a lot of champagne. I don't drink like ever, ever. So ever, ever. Two and a half bottles of champagne in, and I was having a party. <laughs> Yeah, was... my daughter saw a sign of her aunt's stuff she has never seen before. <laughs> this and she is funny aunt stuff. And we're driving home and she goes, How do you think Aunt Steph's gonna feel tomorrow? <laughs> I said, Well, I said, judging by the way she was tipping back the shitty champagne. <laughs> not good. Not good, Kira. And oh. she's like, Nope. And she just smiled like she knew, like, oh yeah, 
It's going to be a world of work for Aunt Steph. I took three Advil before I started on the bottles, and I was fine. So That's yeah. pregame. Hey, you have to plan. You have to pee according. I do. And I then do. you drink, do a liquid IV the next morning, and you'll feel like you can't. No. But yeah. I do. Yeah. I felt... I didn't feel like shit. <laughs> I, so we all got ready in... It, the wedding was at a campground, so we all got ready in my camper in one of the cabins. And everybody's got kids, and they're around. And Jenna, another one of the bridesmaids... Her daughter is actually the flower girl, and she had, like, this big cup full of goldfish in the camper when we were getting ready. <laughs> and I was like, hey, Aspen, can I have some goldfish? And she fucking yelled at me, and, like, told me no, which is strange, because I've been her favorite person because I give her snacks all the time. She's four. Like, she's a child. We got back to the camper after I had all that champagne, and there was a full-ass glass of goldfish. You nailed that thing. I did. You, you had to. You're sucking up that shitty fucking pink shit you were drinking. Oh, it was so good. It was not good. It was so good. I drank a cup with Sarah, and that was like, I am not doing this. Whatever. It was delicious. <laughs> and then I decided <coughs> that I needed to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> and I smoked a cigarette. I had just enough buzz on, and the tacos weren't enough to, to make me not pound a bunch of white claws. <laughs> And then I had to, like, stop drinking because I had to stop drinking. You were puppy sitting and had to drive home. Yeah. But, so, the food, Jenna took care of making sure we got it all. And Jenna likes drinks, so that's why there were six gallons of margaritas there. And in the morning when I was cleaning up, I found how much? How much was left? Of margaritas? Yeah. Zero. (gasps) They nailed, they murdered that much? Six gallons of margaritas. There was just empty bottles of margaritas all over the floor, all over the ground. And then um, our service manager, they went through their giant bottle of Fireball that was on their table. So they were walking around with a cup full of money for Fireball donations. And they I saw the that. station and bought all the little ones. Those I, were freaking everywhere. Oh, my God. I do love a good Fireball shot. Oh, no. I love it. I don't. It's no, like no. eating cinnamon hot candy. It's so good. No. A hot that. tamale. That's one of my favorite oh, candies. So I got Brian some for our anniversary. <laughs> he says I never buy him sweet shit. So I got him a bunch of candy and like, what else did I get him? Like shoes. I got him a bunch of stuff he liked. And then Those are nice presents. He was working on the hot candies last night and he's like, you want to try one? And I'm like, you can't handle it. Sure. <laughs> so I took one solid, one single little and I put it Which in my was, mouth. What kind of candy? It's very relevant. Like a, a hot... Was it a hot tamale or like a hot, like a hot cinnamon, like cinnamon candy? Yeah. Like a little round. Yes. Red hot cinnamon hot, candy. Red hots. Yeah. I think They're like a hard candy? Yeah. Yeah. Red hots. And I put one in my mouth, like one solo, and I just sucked on it. Like I didn't chew it because I was scared of what was going right. to happen. And <laughs> Like what? Like your face was just going to blow off because well, of the yeah, heat? Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't know. So Brian's looking at me and he's just got this like shitty grin. And he's like. Waiting. Is it hot? I'm like burning my tongue a little bit <laughs> but then once i got past like the big red part of it like yeah. it's sweet on the inside yes and so i was like oh give me another one they're like, not bad that i wouldn't see choose them you wouldn't you couldn't have like a jolly rancher cinnamon fire stick as my mom calls them fire sticks they're like little cinnamon candies that jolly rancher makes they're delicious no they're not but you wouldn't like them because there's cinnamon all the way through it's, it's hot. <laughs> no were you a kid were you that type of kid who ate like um Remember Warheads? Mm-hmm. Were you that kid? I was that kid. Were you? Yeah, the ones where it makes your cheeks really tight. <laughs> I would do it too. <laughs> yes. Like, give it to me. All the sour, yeah, all the hot. 
Like sour gummy. Like atomic or... fireballs. They're my favorite. Like yeah. I, I'm like, as a kid, if you didn't pull one of those out of your mouth while eating it, you were like balling. <laughs> so I was one of those savage kids. I'm like not taking it out. And I still <laughs> burn all your taste I don't buds care. Off. I don't care. Just burn them right out of Yeah, head. I don't care. I'm like, no, watch me be savage with this cinnamon candy. <laughs> <laughs> That's been my last two weeks. Cinnamon candies and a lot of fucking champagne. Oh God, gross! So gross. Uh, uh, how's your life been? Oh, I have some big news. Yeah. What is yeah. It? Well, so my brother, uh, my older brother, is getting married to a wonderful woman in March, and so for his bachelor party, which my brother, when he was married prior, never had a bachelor party. And so my brother is not a drinker. So he asked, they do wedding presents. They're doing like a wedding gift to each, each other. And her wedding gift to my brother is to pay for us to go play around at Whistling Straits where they just played the Ryder Cup last weekend and America dominated. Yeah. So I get to go play this weekend at, at Whistling Straits, the Irish course. I am, I am, I am, I can't, I'm stuttering how excited I am. Like, I bought a new outfit. I bought new shoes. Are you nervous? I'm fucking terrified. Like, I am, <laughs> like, mentally preparing myself to, like, not, like, choke back tears. Like, that type of hard play. Like, I'm happy if I stay w underneath 120. Like, that's, that'll be, a, like, a gift from the golf gods type thing. And then I I was watching the Ryder Cup this weekend and I'm watching these top-notch golfers playing this course or something similar to it because I don't think we're playing the one by the lake. I think we're playing the one away from the lake because it's cheaper. But mm. I don't care. Yeah. It's still part of the streets. Yeah. So we're, I'm watching these gifted, highly talented golfing athletes, mega superstars playing this course and I'm watching them go into bunkers. I'm watching them go into the lake. I'm watching them just get destroyed. And I'm like, I had, I had, I'm like, I'm not shit. I'm not shit. So I'm a little scared. I ain't shit. And I'm going, and, and at one point, like I was so stupid that I'm going, well, how can they how can they be in that rough and I'm going, "Oh my god, you stupid stupid bitch. You are going to be in the rough the whole time if they're in the rough like once." I think it's going to go one of two ways. Like you're either going to play the best game of your life or you're going to completely shit the bed the I, whole time. I'm I'm 100% going in with zero expectations. I'm going in with I'm playing one of the top 25 golf courses in the country. Like I'm paint playing the one the best golf course in the state like nothing tops this <laughs> no, and i'm doing it with my brothers like you can't i want like unlimited snapchats the entire time i, I want i'm taking pictures like i'm not fucking around with snapchats because uh, pictures i need in live in this moment like pictures i'm just gonna get when you get back i know you know i'm so i'm sucking at all that shit like but i'm so oh, the hiccups oh that's great <laughs> This will be a wonderful episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my huge news that I'm super pumped about. My kids started, Kira started volleyball over, we're co-oping with another school. And she, 
uh, is just, she's killing it. She's doing very well. Um, that's the biggest stuff with me right now is my kid killing it in my very favorite sport and I get to go play my other very favorite sport with my brothers. And then we're going to go to the PGA store afterwards and then we're going to take my brother out for a really nice dinner and then that's the it. That is the end of the day. That's, that's and then we're going to watch uh, Tommy Boy before we go to bed. And then I'm driving home the next day. Oh, okay. It's going to be a full weekend. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah, and like I just pray to God I don't get rained on. You won't even care. I No, I've got a really cute rain jacket, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. This course is going to kick me all over the place. If that's it rains, at awesome. least it gives me one more, like... And I played in the rain. <laughs> I could do one of those. I don't. I don't like nothing exciting happening. Cause I was like, so wrapped up with like all the wedding stuff. Like we've been working on this for like a year, and then all of a sudden it's all here, and it's just. You got a good DJ. I mean, you killed oh, it. Oh yeah, up. he's at awesome. least he's a good DJ. Yeah, he's, that's important. I had a horrible did such DJ a good in my job. wedding. Did you have a DJ? Yeah. Oh yeah, we were dancing. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was before I knew knew you. Yeah. And you left early. I remember. I left early. I'm pretty sure I was drunk when I left. <laughs> so to me that's not early. That's right on time. It's time to go home. Because oh. I remember being drunk, because I remember dancing with Brian. Yeah. He's he's a good time. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't like my life's been, that's been taking up the majority of it. But now that like that's over, I can get back to normal and we can do this weekly and mm -hmm. we can have dinner weekly. Yep. And tonight's dinner was buscetti yep. and garlic bread. And garlic bread. It was delish. It's like, I ate too much. My go-tos are spaghetti and tacos. Like I'll ask Brian, I'm like, what do you want for dinner? He's like, tacos. I'm like, we just had tacos. He's like. How about Mexican stuffed shells? I'm like, you mean tacos and a noodle? <laughs> like, I. How about enchiladas? I'm like, you mean tacos in the oven? Like, what? <laughs> you want tacos? I get it. I I wish my I wish Kira I wish I had more people to cook for, but like, Kira doesn't. Kira's very picky, so she doesn't like meatloaf. She likes stroganoff. That's her favorite. Like, if she could have stroganoff three times a week, she would. <laughs> I mean, tacos are are fine. Spaghetti. She likes noodles. She's yeah. like butter that's, noodles. That's me. Like noodles and cheese. That's what I like. Yeah. But Brian eats all the shit, so feel free to cook for him. I all love the time. cooking. Like me and Kira will just make mac and cheese or grilled cheese or something. She doesn't even like mac and cheese. She's so weird. What the fuck? I don't you know. know who else doesn't like mac and cheese? Saddam. I know. Saddam I know. She's a terrorist. I don't. Yeah, I don't think we're supposed to say that. Wow. She's not. She's a wonderful child. She really is. Fully American. Fully 100% red-blooded American. USA. USA. Hey, I was rooting for the Americans with the Ryder Cup. Well, yeah. Although my two faves were on, were playing, and did they settled their differences on the course and hugged it out, and uh -huh. they were broed it out, and it was great. Shambo and... Brooksy. Oh. Brooksy's. Gotcha. <laughs> and Shambo, he's just such a dickhead, but he's, he backs up his cockiness. He's almost, he's the enjoyable 
like version of a cocky man that I, I don't think I could date the guy, but I like him as an athlete. So that's what you kind of need. Yeah. Got to think you're a little bit better than everyone else. Yeah, I don't. The only thing I watch is football. Yeah. I watch. I'll watch golf if it's on, but like right I, in front of me. The more I play it, the more I watch it. So like these, well, Ryder Cup, that's kind of, and it was in Wisconsin and yeah. like, it's like a kegger. Like the Ryder <laughs> Cup is like a kegger with golf. And they scream and they holler and they drink and they were throwing beers on the tea boxes and they were shotgunning beers before they teed off. I mean, it was kind of, it was a fucking party. I mean, I know, but like (laughs) it was the funnest version of golf you could possibly like be a part of. I got a lot of snap, like a few of my friends were there. Yeah. A lot of Snapchats of people that were there. I was impressed with the people that I, like I knew some people on Facebook that were there. I was very jealous. My brother being one of them, I could have went, but like it was short notice and yeah, that wouldn't have flown. So yeah, yeah. But I I really don't have anything exciting, fun. Like I'll be way more fun now that my life can get back to normal, and I can talk about funny things that happen. But I literally like was off work and did the wedding thing, and then cleaned up the wedding thing and just went back to work. And that's all I've been doing. I had to catch up on sleep. Yesterday I got home, took like a three-hour nap, woke up, fed myself, and went back to bed. This is who I am as a person. Well, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, I've been running to freaking like hour and 15 minutes away for volleyball. And um, I mean, I don't mind it because this is why I had children. Like I had a child is to do this very thing is to run all over the country to watch her play sports Sports. (laughs) so like i'm fulfilling like and she's starting to get she's getting older so it's not like elementary it's like more competitive and it's more exciting for me it's very hard for me to watch though because coaching for umpteen years not umpteen but like i were i coached for at least five or six years i can't remember um and then go cold turkey and just not coach well, then you're, like, just looking for and what I, they're doing wrong. Well, and she <laughs> And actually, like, for a first-year coach, it's like, she's doing her best. Well. I know what it's like. Yeah. So it's like, it's hard to judge. Yeah. So she's, but, I mean, she's got a good little team there. That's good. Yeah. I coached a sport for a while. I coached skating for a while. Mm-hmm. But... Got over that really quick, just mostly because the parents wrecked it for me. You know what? I, I, I've I had a couple run-ins with a couple parents, but for the most part, they can come to me and, like, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. And for the most part, it gets solved. I like, just have, if, like, so many parents were like, well, you didn't, you didn't pass my child on this skill. And I'm like, well... It's they weren't not, proficient. It's not passable. Yeah. And it's really hard when you've got a parent that thinks their child is a star. And in all oh, reality, yeah. they have zero athletic ability. <laughs> I know. Like, you don't know. Like, they're going to do nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah, your kid is only in this age group because we didn't want her to be 12 years older than everybody in the basic group. Right. Like, that's... And, it's, and that just kind of ruined it for me. Yeah. And, and see, like, there are some kids... And there's always going to be those kids that, like, need the basics, like, more of the basics. Yeah. And that's where I excel. 
So I'm watching this team who's got lots of potential. Mm -hmm. Lots and lots and lots of potential. But, like, they're missing, like, crucial parts of the game at the seventh grade level, which they should have already known. Right. So. Well, and you have to be so careful now. Like, you can't. Everybody oh gets yes, so everyone gets even playing time. Get hurt yep, everybody gets everyone gets playing even playing time. Parents get pissed off if you're not playing their kid because they think that their kid should play. And um, I mean, to be honest with you, I can I can kind of feel like I don't know. Maybe this is a manifested thing, but this is the first year we're co-oping with this other school, mm-hmm. and my kid comes in and starts and plays a good chunk of time. Which and, is good. Which is good, yes. And and it's merited. And she pulls her out, and she does take the time, you know, and gives it to other kids, which that's what happens. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. But she does get her ample amount of playing time. And um, I, don't, I, I don't know if this is just me manifesting this, but, like, I feel like the three, li- the other mm. school's parents... Uh, appreciate that they don't appreciate that the other school comes in and this girl from the other school gets a position their kids should have had well if she's better at it we like she's at the age where they're starting to play to win not to let everybody play i agree and that's the problem like i see that this could go on to like a huge like we could i mean everybody gets to play and everybody is a winner when i am sorry if you think that way but in my eyes it's bullshit like, I yeah. get it. In, like, elementary school, we're near those sports it's where kumbaya. you're introducing a child yep. to a sport, letting them grow their own love for it by letting them play. That's fine. But once you get into, like, middle school, junior high, high school. Even before that. No, like, even, I would say even before that. Like, when, when Kira started playing sports, she started with soccer. Yeah. So then that's like your kumbaya sport is what I call it. It's like learning, showing them how you're all going to play together and you have to listen to the coach and quit picking daisies and picking <laughs> rocks and, you know, fucking around in the goal. And then and then as they get older, I would say by second, third grade, those kids, like it's not the, oh, we don't keep track anymore. No, 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 no. I can tell you no one's keeping track. But those kids are keeping track. Oh yeah, they know who wins. Kira knows when she walks off the off that court if she's right. won or lost. Right. So and and I'm sorry, but in life there are winners and there are losers. And I don't know why we're cultiv- we're we're harboring this this you know all inclusive everything's for. Oh, it makes me terrified for the future. Like these these people are gonna be the these kids that. Everybody gets to win, and if they're upset, they're going to call mommy, and mommy's going to call the teacher or the coach, and everything's going to be rearranged to make this child happy and fit their needs. Like, those are the leaders of our country. That's what's going to happen. Not necessarily. No, they won't be the leaders. Eventually. Of, eventually they will be, but, like, I think that, like, this this generation that we're, we're raising and the generation a little above these this generation that I'm raising... Um, I feel that it also, it, it depends on where you live. Yeah. Um, how aware you are in the, of the world around you and how much access you give to your child at this age. Right. Like, 
I asked I asked her today. I said, "Do you know what porn is?" Really? Well, she's 12. She's going to start learning about reproductive. She's going to get a period. Right. She's going to start hormones are they're the fucking choo-choo trains coming around the mountain. <laughs> and it's the hormone train and it's going to be fucking horrible. And I know it. And I'm I'm my mom didn't prepare me. She didn't it's just not what you did. Right. And and we're in, I'm in a day and age of information. So I get information in through my head all day long and I go, listen, I'm trying to think of a way that I can prepare her for what is coming. Yeah. Because no one fucking did for me and I was scared my whole childhood. Right. So it's like I want to mitigate like I, there are many fears you're going to have in life, but like what is going on with my fucking body right now? Shouldn't be one. Shouldn't of them. be one of them. Right. Come to me. Let's. Exp- I'll. I'll well, explain this to you. Let's find a nice. Uh, Mom can find a YouTube video that'll explain it, or I'll try to explain it. You yeah. ask me questions. Like I'm gonna give you all the information. Well, and you'd rather have it come from you than have her questions and Google it, and all of a sudden. Like- That's why I asked about the porn thing. To be honest with you, because I was like. I mean, I need you to know, I need to know what you're looking at because you're hearing horror stories on the internet about kids finding it at five. Oh yeah. And I'm like, okay. And it does help with where we live that, that isolates them and insulates them a little bit from the world. Yeah. I feel more in the way that I'm raising her. Um, well, and she goes to a small school, like, yeah, it's in a rural area. Yeah. Like that's just what it is. Yeah. It's just. And so for me, it's, it's, um, it's pre- preparation. I, I don't want to send her off into the world knowing is the least amount of shit that I did. Oh yeah. She's going to be like, she's going to be prepared and she's going to have to be prepared earlier than you were. It, and that's because the thing. Because the world like, has changed so much. Like by her age, I know what fucking, I know what naked girls in porn was. Right. Like I just did. And she had, she's like, I don't know that word. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Sweet baby Jesus. I said, if anyone ever asks you at school to look it up, I said, please, Kira, do not look it up. Right. I said, come to me. And I said, well, I'll explain it to you the best way I can. And I did kind of explain. She goes, well, what is it? And I'm like, well, it's people on the internet having sex or intimate acts. Yeah. I mean, I kept it as PG as I possibly could. And she went, ugh. <laughs> and I said, it's privates and... Yeah. Boy privates and girl privates. And she's like, oh, and I'm like, good answer. <laughs> good fucking answer. No, no, no. And it's like, see, so I like already feel like I've, I've kind of done my job. And well, I told her on the way home, she's getting her first phone and she is so fucking pumped. Oh, you did tell her? I told her, I said, this is going to be part of your Christmas present. I said, but mom's phone's acting up and she doesn't know if it's going to last. And I said, if I'm buying two phones, I want you to be able to use it. When I buy it. Yeah. So this will be present, Christmas present. But she goes, why don't we wait until Uncle Pat gets Maddie a phone? I'm like, okay. But why? To see how the everyone reacts to it. <laughs> why does it matter? Like, I don't know. I think it's important for her to have one. Like, well, she's got these sports and stuff now. That's the thing. She doesn't have to tell anybody she has it, but... If she has a phone, she can have not only, obviously, your number and grandma's number, but 
me and Uncle Brian, just in case she needs something, she can call us. Right. Like. Well, and she's starting to get friends. Yeah. And she's starting to do like, she wants to go to watch, it's a homecoming weekend. So she mm-hmm. wants to go and like start doing like the middle school shit. Yeah. And I'm like, go, 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 Live your go. life, homie. Yeah, start living one. And you and and that the, this is where some parents hold on tight, and I'm like, go and no, you know what's what? the best time? It like this is the time start fucking up. Yeah, this is the perfect time to fuck up because you're a little you have a little bit of leniency on you when yeah. you get into your mid twenties is when you can't you the fucking <laughs> up is over like the yeah. big fuck ups are over, and you start moving on you know and making adult decisions but she's very adult thinking anyway yeah she is so i don't see her getting into problems mm, you never know i mean it fucking will happen <laughs> it will it'll happen it's inevitable yeah so yeah that was awesome that's gotta be like the hardest part with kids is like having those hard conversations like how do you start that conversation with i just you know spew it out <laughs> i don't know how any i don't know any other way of starting <laughs> it with her and i feel like she's becoming closer to me as she's getting older mm-hmm. and it's like, let's like, let's bro it out. Let's figure, like, let's figure this out together. Which is like, my mom is probably my best friend. And I have told my mom everything since I was a teenager. And see, when I was Kira's age, about the middle of my seventh and eighth grade year, I became, I started becoming a cunt and my mom was stupid and she didn't understand how I was feeling. And if she said black, I said white. And it was just, it was tumultuous like for a year and a half like Mm. my mom was the dumbest person alive Mm. and then all of a sudden one day and my mom is a teacher so I went to the school where my mom taught and I looked around the lunch table or the lunchroom and I'm like there's nobody in here I want to sit with and my mom's sitting at the table I'm like I'll sit with her and like since I'll remember that day to the day like that was the day like everything turned around like this woman is brilliant I love you so much. That's such a good story. And we're best friends. And, like, she is my best friend. I mean, my mom. Your mom is awesome. I talk to my mom every day. Yeah. Like, we have stuff to, you know, we have coffee in the morning. We chit-chat on the phone. She lives five minutes away from me, but, like, it doesn't matter. Um, So, yeah. Like. I think it's important to have, like, a good relationship. Because, like, I would tell my, like, if I was going to a party. I told my mom where oh, I was. Oh, we told. I told my she mom knew too. Where she I goes, was. and then she'd pull like the whole guilt trip, like teacher guilt trip thing. And she's like, <laughs> "Just remember, if you get caught, yeah, it's your responsibility. It's your hardship. Sucks to be you. I'm not bailing you out. Yeah." And it's like, and we were still like, "Okay, bye." <laughs> she's like, "God damn it, <laughs> just don't drive." And we never did. We never did. Yeah, because you just stayed where you were drinking. And we, I, I didn't party. At all in high school. I did all my partying in high school. Did you? Oh, yeah. Yes. With people that were much older than me. Like, I barely hung out with the people my age. Like, the ones that I was hanging out with when I was a sophomore, junior, have been graduated for three, four years already. Ooh. That's on the creeps. Creeps version. But they weren't, though. But, like, they're still, to this day, are my very good friends. Like, it's just... I mean, what year did you graduate? 2001? Yeah, I graduated in 2008. Oh, you're weird. See? See what I'm saying, weird. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, And see, do you know how old I was in 2001? I don't don't know. 
you you do you want to know? Like in seventh grade. I was eleven. Ew. <laughs> I was eleven, and you were so, you were wait, banging you were dudes, like, and I was eleven. You were like fifth grade <laughs> in two thousand one. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Banging dudes in here. You're just figuring you're out which learn pink. how to tie my shoes. <laughs> I tie fucking. <laughs> Spell population for sure. <laughs> you were learning and that. My fucking multiplication tables were on point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. when you think about it that way, like our age differences are quite. But, but now they're not. Been, I've always been like a little bit ahead of the people my age. Me too. Like I like older people. Me too. I like hanging like. I don't even consider you a different age than me, even right. though we're that that age range apart, mm-hmm. like we're seven or eight, seven eight years difference. I don't consider you like someone younger than me until you just say shit like that. <laughs> it's like, oh, <coughs> okay, yeah, you're a child. Yeah, and then I forget that my brother is five years younger than me, and it's like, oh, I forget you're not. You've lived so much of a different life than I have. Yeah, and. Our lives are, like, different. They are different. Very different. I, like... Not so much anymore, though. Now we're pretty similar. Who? Me and you. Oh, yes. Yeah, we live very similar lives. We do. I had a very different life, and I changed it. But that's for another time. (laughs) I was always... I always, um... I always was, like... I followed, you know, the progression of life. I was going to do it all in the right way. So I was going to graduate high school, go to college, get out of college, get a career, then get married, then have the kids. And I did it all. I did it all in that direct order until the point where the divorce happened. And then I had to reinvent myself. Yeah, but I like the new you. Oh, 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 fuck. I would be I mean, such I liked a... you when you were still married. I but I like you much more. I didn't like me when I was married. I didn't like the person I turned into. And I don't know how I got to that person. So this person now, eight years later, is like... Has it really been that long? Eight years. Holy shit. Eight that years was... tomorrow. Really? Uh-huh. Really? Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. Eight years. Huh. So, yeah, I mean... A lot of shit can change. A lot of shit has changed in eight years. I am definitely not the same person I was in 2013. Hmm. No. So, anyway. uh, Well, it's getting kind of late. And we are both uh, turning into pumpkins. I'm exhausted. And she's exhausted. Uh, it's been busy. So and yeah, looking at the time wise anyway, we wanted to kinda keep these short thirty minutes or so. So if you have like a long drive to work or getting ready in the morning or whatever and you just wanna listen to us talk about our lives. This one wasn't as like super funny as they can be because let's just be honest, Jenny is hilarious. And <laughs> <laughs> there will Thank be you. there will be some that will will have you rolling. But for now, I think we're just gonna call it a night. And we will talk to you on the next episode. All right. Bye. Bye.